0: to drop in. I'm going to preach a, a selfish homily this evening. What do I mean by that? Well, I could give the homily I gave this morning and twice this morning and once yesterday, but um, hearing yourself preach the same thing four times is a, a little much, so we're going to preach a little differently this evening. Um, I find this, this gospel passage... Um, very kind of commonsensical, okay? You know, these Sadducees. So first of all, there are different groups of, of Jews that believe different things. There wasn't like, all Jews believe this. And so the Pharisees, they believed in the resurrection. They believed in spirits and souls and afterlife. But as we see in the Gospel here, the, the Sadducees did not. And so they bring up this very commonsensical question to Jesus, saying, okay, Jesus, if, you know, there is an afterlife, if there is a resurrection, you know, and this this woman has all these husbands, which one will she be married to in heaven? You know, kind of gotcha, like, how are you going to explain that one? And Jesus rightfully says, and that, well, yes, she is married to all these men, legally, validly here on earth, but in heaven there is no marriage. In heaven there is no marriage. Jesus says in heaven we are like angels who are neither given nor taken in marriage. First of all, uh, Jesus says we'll be like angels. You know, it's often said if someone dies, oh, they become an angel. That's not the case, right? Because If someone dies and they're in heaven, they're still a person. They may be separated from their body for a time, but at the resurrection of the dead, their soul will be reunited with their body. So they're like the angels insofar as the angels aren't married to any other angel. But how does that sound to you who are married out there, that you're not going to be married to your spouse in heaven? be kind of jarring if the first time you kind of think about that or hear that. I asked my parents, you know, this uh, a couple years ago. I asked them, does it bother you that, you know, you're not going to be the... First of all, maybe wind up, I would say, the reason why there's no marriage in heaven with, like, you and your spouse here is because the marriage in heaven is us and God. All right? It's us Married to God in heaven, that is the ultimate marriage. Your marriage with your spouses here on earth is a, is a foretaste of that, is an image of that, is a sign of that ultimate marriage in heaven. You think of the, 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 the great intimacy, the communion, the, 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 the love you have with each other on the best of days, and you multiply that times a million. That's the marriage, that's the communion we'll have with God. In heaven. Okay. Um, but I asked my, going back to my story with my parents, is I asked them, like, Dad, does it bother you, you know, that you're not ultimately going to be the one to fulfill, you know, Mom? And vice versa? Because I think there, there's a part of us that believes that or wants to be that for our spouse, right? That, you know, in our pride, like, I will be the one to ultimately fulfill my spouse. And... My parents and their wise <laughs> wisdom, 40 years married, say, well, no, not really. You know, like, they've realized that n- neither of them is perfect. <laughs> and um, whatever, you know, illusions they had maybe in the beginning of their marriage that the other was going to totally fulfill them and make them perfectly happy, they realize that's not the case. And in fact... Um, Marriages do better when they don't put those high expectations on their spouse. (laughs) Um, Sometimes young people, they can think that, right? They can, if they're not thinking right, they can think like, I'm married and this person is meant to make me happy and fulfilled for all my life. And we see that's not the case. (laughs) That's not the purpose of your spouse is to make you ultimately happy. Um, Yes, we should want to make our spouse happy. Yes, yes, all that. But to realize that hole that's inside of each and every one of us isn't in the shape of your spouse, it's in the shape of God. God is the one who will ultimately fulfill you. And so it's that being able to to say after, you know, 50, 60 years, hopefully a marriage, to say, you know, honey, I love you and, you know, you've helped me become uh, the man that I've been. you've... You've helped me become the, the woman I've become, and, you know, we can look forward to heaven together. Um, I truly believe you'll be able to recognize your spouse. You know, they'll, they'll be, you'll be able to look back in your life and hopefully with great pleasure on your, your life and ultimately that it brought you both to heaven. But realizing in heaven your fulfillment will be from God, not from your spouse. Um, something kind of interesting worth reflecting on it, and therefore we can have detachment, even here, you know, from our spouse, from making our spouse to be a God or feeling like we need to be God to our spouse because that's not ultimately um, your purpose. It's to help them become holy. It's to help them to show them the love of God, that unconditional love that God uh, does give them, but not ultimately to fulfill them. Um, That will be God's. And so we pray that all our spouses, all of you, will be forever in eternity with each other, unified but glorifying God in communion with God in that one great wedding and marriage feast of heaven.